This is the Better You Project. And of course, I'm Angela M. Odom, and I am so excited today. You know, every Tuesday at noon, I've committed to you that I show up here and we would discuss issues, activities, events, resources, tools that are going to help women leaders move forward in their careers and in their lives. And man, do we have a treat today. So I tell you what, um, I am going to just pause so I can breathe for, <gasps> <laughs> so today we have um, Reverend Daryl Mason and he is, uh, he's a man of uh, much integrity, right? How do I know that? I've been watching him for like 13 years. He's married to one of my best friends. <laughs> so I tell you what, so I would not bring anyone before you who really uh, is not here to provide value to you and who don't know what they're talking about, right? And so uh, uh, Reverend Mason, and, and that is his title, and that is what we're going to call him because he has earned this thing. Isn't that something? So, so um, now first, before I start, now, most time I call you Daryl. Today it is all Reverend Mason. Reverend Mason. <laughs> so, sir, if you would please uh, share with the um, the Better You audience uh, just a little about yourself. You know, tell us um, uh, what you're going to share today, and just I want you to tell our audience who they are talking to today. All right. First of all, thank you so much for the opportunity to be a part of the Better You Project. Uh, just a quick reflection as you were kind of talking about how this um, project and your movement and, and your endeavor uh, helps to better the lives of women. I was just reflected on reflecting on the fact um, about uh, me growing up in a house with a strong mother, strong grandmother. Uh, yeah, my dad was there. Um, but just uh, the, the influence that strong women, strong for me, strong black women have had on my form, uh, formation as a person. So it's just great to be here. Thank you so much. So just a little bit about myself. Uh, first of all, I'm a child of God, um, born, uh, born again, believer in Jesus Christ. I'm a husband, father, a minister, author, conference facilitator. Uh, so just want to share that uh, with everyone. Just uh, just a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up in Portsmouth, Virginia, uh, down in the southeast of Virginia, where I began my work in church as a minister of music at the age of 14. God called me to get out there and uh, share his ministry in music, uh, where I was able to uh, grow uh, and develop. Uh, then later on, went into the military, and the military kind of carried me up and down the East Coast, and I had the opportunity to share music ministry there as well. Um, cities of Miami, Philadelphia, Northern Virginia, Bowie, Maryland. Uh, in 2003, I was called to the gospel ministry as a preacher, uh, not necessarily called away from music, but God gave me additional uh, things to do in ministry. And in 2012, I was ordained at New Life Baptist Church in Miami, Florida, pastor there, uh, Reverend Eric Cummins. I was um, ordained there. And presently, I serve at Westphalia United Methodist Church, where the pastor there is the Reverend Dr. Timothy West. Uh, so I am uh, married to um, a retired Colonel Michelle Mitchell, uh, who uh, is my 
uh, partner in life and my partner uh, in ministry. And we live, uh, we live in Maryland. And so we've been uh, partners together and uh, God has definitely called us as we have, uh, you know, done, done many things as well as the, the big thing I wanted to kind of point out, the, uh, we've done uh, leadership conferences and uh, we kind of draw on the different things that we bring to the table uh, in ministry together in partnership. And, and so today uh, you mentioned uh, what we're going to talk about. I have a book that's going to be coming out later this year, so be looking out for it. Uh, I'm going to be talking about a, a, a chapter in my book. Um, the, uh, the title of the book is uh, Foundations for Effective Ministry. But one of the chapters we're going to talk about today is uh, the 151 zone is what we're going to talk about today. And it's uh, related to uh, the 150 people in your life that you should focus on and um, make sure that you have the right people close to you. So that that's the topic that we're going to be talking about today. Oh, that's awesome. And so um, we definitely have, um, we have the, the right person here for the interview today. And we have you with your experience and your vast knowledge. Um, and you're so well-rounded. Um, and so we're, we're grateful uh, for your time today. And we, I'm personally really excited about the 151 Dome. I know we had a brief conversation, um, I don't know how many months ago it was, when I was actually at you all's house. And I wanted to bring uh, the concept forward to my audience because it is powerful to be intentional about the people you allow to pour in you, uh, the people that will influence you, your family, uh, and really uh, your life. Right. And one of the things that um, I know you're going to touch on uh, once someone is outside of the 150, what happens and what that might look like, um, it just brings to mind for me that people really are in our lives for a season and a reason. And it's okay to uh, hold on to some of them and then let some of them go. It's okay. And so um, as we start to uh, talk about uh, your 151 zone, can you tell us the framework or the concepts for it? Sure, sure. So I think the best way to approach this, we were kind of talking before and uh, so let's let's just imagine we're gonna we're gonna use a, a story framework. So just imagine that if you were um, you were stranded on a uh, a desert island, not necessarily stranded, but you 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 live on a desert island with all your friends and your family associates, and you get the news one day that the island is sinking and that you have been given a boat, and on that boat you can only fit 150 people. Now on that boat, you got just like on the cruise ship, there are different levels. At, at the top level, you got the executive suite, and as you go down on the boat, they're different, just like on the cruise ship. You know, if you if you pay a lot of money, they get at you at the top. But on that cruise ship, on that boat, there are different levels. So as you begin to make your plans to depart the island that is sinking, you're going to be very intentional about who gets to go on that boat. Uh, anybody's just not going to be able to get on that boat. So obviously your, your close people that are close to you, your, your significant others, your, your children, they're going to go in the executive suite. 
And then there's going to be another, another level of people. They aren't quite as close as your friends and family. They're not going to go at the bottom, but they might go a level down and then so on and so forth. And then you're going to intentionally place these people on your boat. And so when you fill the boat, you have reached the 150 capacity. But what about that person that's number 151? What about that person that's outside of the 150? Now, just to kind of take a brief pause here, the uh, 150 number comes from the anthropological study that was done by uh, Robin Dun Dunbar. He's a British anthropologist, and he made the conclusion through his studies that we can really have no more than 150 significant relationships in our lives. And this has been proven by other studies. So that's where I'm getting the 150 number from. It comes from the research of uh, Dr. Dr. Robin Dunbar. But the, uh, the purpose of our discussion today is to talk about the number outside of the 150, because a lot of times we have people that are in our lives that are they're inside our circle, but they might need to be outside of our circle. Can I ask stop you right here? Yes. As you were talking, I was like, hmm, is somebody taking up some space in my life? <laughs> so I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I'm going to go ahead and put this out. This is like a notice. Uh, some of you jokers, isn't that something? Uh, need to bring some more value, bring some more positivity, uh, bring some more... Um, peace and uh, bring some chocolate cake also right. but you know bring something to the table <laughs> okay all right i'm just saying i've got to put some folks on notice because this is very uh it's just it's it's really it's past interesting really to to think of a concept of the number of people we can actively, effectively engage with at any one time and think about the people that we have in our life right now, that when we are with them in their space, that we feel calm and peaceful. And the people that we're in our lives, some people are in our lives that when we are with them in their space, that we are tense, sad, depressed. We are less than because of what they do or we allow them to do. So I'm just going through my Rolodex of people that I spend time with. And I, quite frankly, I'm, I'm feeling blessed. But I am going to put a few people on notice now. I'm looking to, to hear some more about this to see if I can, you know, who I'm supposed to hold on to and not just let go real quick. But I got to tell you. Somebody about to go. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and you know, the thing that's so interesting about that, and you know, when we when we use the concept of the um, of the boat, because uh, mm -hmm. I'm putting because you know, I'm retired Coast Guard, put in the plug, U.S. Coast Guard veteran. Yes, veterans. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I, I know the whole concept of the boats, and you talk about in terms of now. One thing I want to just go on what you're just saying, sometimes people might not go off the boat, but they might need to go down to a, a different level on the boat. Oh, I like they, that. They, they, they may, uh, you might not want to get rid of them. Maybe uh, through, through grace, you might give them a chance. They might not go, go 
go off of the boat, but they might go to a different part of the boat. Um, and so uh, like that it. might be that, that, that relative that maybe has dip, disappointed you one too many times, mm -hmm. um, but because of God's grace, uh, she or he might not get ticked off, but they're just going to go down and they're going to live at the bottom of the boat for a little while till they learn how to act right. Uh, and, that, and, and that is why uh, we're interviewing a reverend today, a preacher, because you're saying God's grace. Don't don't kick him to the curb too quick. <laughs> Thank you. And now we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we do know that eventually some folks do work themselves off the boat mm -hmm. in the water, mm -hmm. uh, or sometimes they might work themselves into a lifeboat. So. I, I didn't mention t this to you earlier. Now, now, when we talk about the 151 one zone, um, these people that are outside of the 151 zones. So when we continue to look at the concept of the of the cruise ship or the boat that's traveling, uh, with you in your life, you also have probably an infinite amount of lifeboats that are following down behind you. Because you still have people that, uh, like for instance, your Facebook friends. You have people that are following you that you may or may not know too well or you might know them well. They're still following along with you. You're not limited to that 150. And so this is why we talk about the 151 zone, you know, because there might need to be people that you need to bring in. So if we continue with the same Example, so so the boat has now left the island, the island has sunk, and I have my boat with the 150, but like I said, I also have this armada of lifeboats that are following down behind me, and then six months into the trip to the new destination, someone on the boat gets sick, mm. and I realize that I don't have a doctor on the boat, mm. but there is a doctor in one of my lifeboats. Okay. And there's somebody down in the lower level deck that has been acting a fool the whole trip. <laughs> He's been acting a fool the whole trip. And, and so guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to switch them out. Doc, doctor comes on the boat. That person is acting the fool. Now, I ain't going to throw them in the water. I ain't gonna, I, I'm not going to let them drown. Right. I'm going to throw them on the lifeboat. And there, and there he shall stay until a different different time mm -hmm. and so so now i have the the doctor on 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 the lifeboat and then as we continue our trip i realized that as i was boarding people on the ship that there was a good friend from high school close friend mm -hmm. that i left on the lifeboat mm. completely forgot about him good friend and so I don't really know the doctor that well. I just needed the doctor for what? A season. That's right. So doctor, as hard as it might be, might need to go back to the lifeboat. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I might need that doctor later. But someone else might need to be shifted out. Mm. Some people are in your lives, and I'm only repeating what everyone has probably heard, for a reason or for a season. Right. So the the idea of the 151 concept is for us to be continually mindful 
of who we're not only allowing in our circle or on the 150, but where do they fit? Are they on the first deck? Are they, you know, are, are they down on the bottom? Are they in the, in the middle? And so, so in my book, I will go and kind of parse out, you know, the different areas that, that I have uh, designated for each of the levels or the or the different designations for the people that you will have in the 150. And, and again, we have to remember that it's always, it's, it's changing, it's, it's dynamic. It's dynamic and we have to always continually uh, be in prayer for God to lead us and guide us for who we allow uh, to be in the 150. And But we have to also be open and the understanding that there might be someone in that 151 zone, in that armada of lifeboats that's still with you, that might need to come on the boat. Wow, I really like that. And so the um, um, so first of all, now I'm Army, retired Army, and when you say armada, um, you know. <laughs> I assume you talk about there's like a big old bunch of boats behind us. Is that Armada makes huge lots of them? Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, bring so, that to the army folks. Right. <laughs> so and thank you for, for pointing for pointing that out because we know all the naval and coast guard people understood Armada. So I apologize, Angie, for not using the um, no worries. The, the right terminology. But no worries. the um, now, one of the reasons that, that I wanted to bring out the whole thing with the Armada and the people that were connected, um, there was a study done by Lisa uh, Rachel. Now, her research kind of added to that of Robin Dunbar, and she talks about what are called ambient relationships. Hmm. And these ambient relationships have to do with how you connect with people in social media. Uh, these people, again, can go from 151 up to maybe 1,000 or 1,500 because these are people that, again, in the age of social media, we have the ability to now to actually put a number as best we can on, on our relationships. And we weren't able to do this maybe 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so, so her, her research kind of talks about, you know, how can you really make the best of your Twitter and your Facebook connections? And so, and so I kind of thought about that and said, and that, and that was when I kind of started thinking about, hmm, you know, we always talk about the 150, but what about that other group, that other group that's, that's outside? Because I truly believe we, we do have to draw a line and kind of say, hey, these people that are close to me, you know, who are they? What, what purpose do they serve? Why has God placed them in my life? And again, it's all about being, being mindful, mindful of that, yes. Oh, I love that whole, the, I love the, con the concept of, uh, you know, intentionally engaging uh, with with people in our lives and, you know, just actually being uh, more aware of who we allow uh, in our space. 
And it sounds like the 151 zone is about access. It's about access to us as individuals and who we will allow to turn our head to the right or to the left and who we will allow to, um, to really um, spend time with, whether it is face-to-face, on the phone, texting, how we spend our social media time since you brought that up. Um, and where do we focus our time and our attention in a matter of 24 hours, you know, each day? What are we doing? I like the fact that you just brought up the, um, I think you said ambient. Is that what you use the word, ambient? Right, right, right. Ambient, right. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Reschel came up with that. I just wanted to make sure I give proper credit to the... Yeah. Yeah, Lisa, uh, Ambient Relationships. Um, her article is on Twitter, Ambient Intimacy. It's on Twitter, which she kind of talks about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is this is awesome. It, it's actually fascinating. Uh, and I, I personally think that we should uh, be more aware of uh, whether, you know, you're the 151 zone, uh, the 150 people um, um, that we actually spend time with. This is a it's a it's a powerful concept, and some people for the people the doubters out there who say, well, surely we're not going to count up 150 people. Well, in your mind, maybe it's 10. Perhaps on uh, based on your circumstances and where you are and how often you get out or interact with others, uh, maybe it's um, 140, 190. Don't get caught up on a number. Right. Uh, that's what I would say. I would say to just take a look at the people that you are intentionally um, spending time with or whom you allow to spend time with. Now, um, so Reverend Mason, so I want to just uh, pivot. Uh, I've been doing the uh, prayer of Jabez and asking that God uh, would uh, actually enlarge my territory. Um, And so for me, that means that God is going to allow enlarge my territory. It, it is just it is just a matter of me walking that way, right? And that means that with the concept of your one five one zone, that's going to mean that uh, people that I would routinely or normally engage with would not have so much access to me. And like I heard you say, you have to be open to the people that are in the lifeboat that are following behind you, um, not necessarily behind you, but not in your everyday interactions. Right. You have to be open to bring them in uh, mm-hmm. also. And so I I am uh, very uh, aware of who I allow mm-hmm. to pour into me. And I'm prayerful that at some point someone's going to allow me to pour into them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just, I, I just found this very just fascinating as I personally move forward a walk uh, sure-footed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. into uh, what God would have for me at some point and that is uh, to of course add more value to have a larger platform to be able to help more people uh, over time and so the whole concept of being intentional um, about who is who, who has access to you. Uh, and so thank, I, you know, I really do appreciate you sharing 
um, the overall concept. And I know it is, uh, you know, we take a deep dive when we actually, uh, you know, take, uh, take the time to read your book um, and then get to know you. Of course, my audience is going to get to know you because I know they're fascinated too. Um, and so we want to, we want to be open to the possibility that the people we knew uh, when we were in middle school and high school, that at that particular time, they were the people that we were supposed to know. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we moved forward a few years then, and we were supposed to know a different group of people. And still some of those people from high school and middle school, we still maintain contact with, or they allowed us to have access to them. Mm-hmm. And that's the same not on the same level though, because we didn't see them every day. Right. And so with the concept of a one five one zone, I can clearly see over the span of my life, mm-hmm. how people have moved in and out of that zone. Right. And it's nothing nefarious or wrong about it. It is life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate you sharing the concept and, and I was thinking about, uh, like you were in the uh, Coast Guard, retired from the Coast Guard. Um, and so, uh, first of all, let's just stop and, and recognize your service. And we do appreciate um, your service to our nation. Um, and I want to thank you for doing that, for uh, just teaching me a whole new word, armada. I'm going to start using it. I'll be using it. Armada, armada, armada. <laughs> thank you for your service as well. <laughs> So, so this uh, this concept really is it more about the access that people would have to us and we would have to others, or is it more about how God allows us to move forward in our lives? I'm thinking it's about personal growth as well as interaction, interacting with others and engaging with others. Um, that's what that's what's coming to me because we're going to grow over time as we learn more, have more experiences, engage with other people, um, and so. Uh, but I don't. That's that's what's coming up for me, and so I'm not I'm not really sure. This is this is a uh, this is like put your big old uh, big brain to work kind of kind of thing. Sure, sure. So um, so let me respond by saying so. Let's go back to our story. Mm-hmm. of the boat. So we were talking about here traveling along and you have your armada of lifeboats. <laughs> now the last part that I want to add to this, and this is a perfect segue, you are not the only one that left the island. Mm. There were others that were leaving for safety as well. Mm-hmm. And they have their cruise ships. Mm -hmm. And they have their armada following them. Yes. And as you all are traveling to safety, there's going to be some overlap of 151 zones. Yes. They're going to be so, but the thing we have to remember is that as the ships, one, two, five, 10, 20, are traveling together. One of the ships breaks down and will need assistance from another ship to help them make it the rest of the way. Okay. And so 
in response to your question, it, it is both in terms of who you allow in your life, who God puts in your life and being intentional. But we also have to keep in mind that we're not the only ship that's out there. That we need, because your ship might break down. You know, you might need assistance from another ship for that for that season. So you're not by yourself. God has put us here to work together and serve together and to travel together. Sometimes we might not be headed the same directions. And sometimes if one boat needs to leave, some of the group in your armada might go with that other boat. So I think interconnectivity is kind of the final piece, not the final, but I'm saying a piece that we also need need to look at uh, having the mindfulness and respect uh, to realize that everyone obviously can't fit within your 150 and there might be people out in the 151 zone that aren't going to make it on the boat but the thought and the mindfulness to know that there, there are other ships out there that if you run into a problems or rough seas or if you break down that there are other ships out there to help you to help oh, i you. love that i love that because and and i personally believe that there's really nothing significant that we accomplish alone that we actually need other people and, and really relationships are critical to our growth and our development and so i i um i feel that i feel that that was uh the very the interconnected what do you say Interconnected. Yes. 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 I yes. Love that. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And, that. and so, what comes to mind, and we're gonna, um, as we come to a close here, uh, what comes to mind is that we are, we are all the star of our own, like our own big old movie. We're the star of that show, but there, there, uh, a gazillion movies going on all around mm -hmm. us, and we might be bit players in the other pe people's uh, movies or their lives, um, mm -hmm. or we might not at all we might just be watching from the big screen right watching watching them and we have um we have to realize that uh when it's our time to play a part or role in that person's life um then it's okay we can we can move in and out of there and it's okay it's okay to um be on somebody else's uh boat or not it's okay to move in and out of different seasons with people it's okay to, uh, I think personally, it's okay to kick some people off the boat. And then it's okay to uh, be kicked off of some other people's boat. Isn't that something? It, it really is. It, it is. It is. Uh, but I love the fact that you brought it all home to being connected to others. Uh, and this is really a fascinating topic. Um, and so thank you. Thank you so much for bringing this uh, awareness uh, to um, to us here at the Better You Project. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I um, I wanted I want to make sure that uh, my audience can reach out to you. How how would how would they be able to reach out to um, to you uh, after this uh, interview is over? It'll be on it'll be on replay, of course, on Angela M Odom on my Facebook uh, group. I'm also going to put it in inside of my uh, on the website AngelaOdom.com. Uh, forward slash community it'll be there and in the blog youtube however so they're going to say okay that was fascinating 
uh, I want to know more about uh, the Reverend Mason. And so where would they find you? Yeah, so uh, you can find me uh, via email at uh, darylkmason at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-R-Y-L-K-M-A-S-O-N at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on uh, LinkedIn. That's uh, linkedin.com forward slash I-N forward slash Daryl K. Mason. And you can reach me at either of those uh, contact places. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you so much uh, for your time today and for the fascinating concept. Uh, this, is, uh, this has been a very, um, a very uh, pivotal moment for awareness for me. And, and first of all, I want to thank you because, you know, this is the Better You Project for Women Leaders, and you are my first interview, and you are uh, amazing. <laughs> so, thank you. I appreciate that. So for us, we want to...